0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective.
1: This podcast is part of the
0: Red Five Network. For more Red Five Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking.
1: Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up the fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you want to know more? And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is your dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. Hey, Derek. No guest tonight.
0: Mm, uh oh.
1: We have a we have a break this week. Mm-hmm. But next week, I don't re- know if you remember uh, when we had. Uh, Oh, remember when we had Gene Snitsky and um, Ernie O'Donnell, Kevin Smith's best friend with uh, Stacy. Uh, uh, one of those was also the director, Ed McKeever. Mm-hmm. Ed's back on next week with uh, hopefully some of his cast of his new movie that he's working on. Cool. So we're going to have them next week. The week after that, right now there's no guest week after that. We're going to have some folks from Toink Toys, which I'm excited for. And yes. uh, week after that, uh, which is the Friday before Halloween. No one, but I'm working on stuff. Trying sure. To, should I be scared? Um, No, actually, I think I'm going to reach out to mm-hmm. October coast and see who, what their biggest uh, horror independent film is this year that they're pitching for Halloween and see if we'd get that, get the full cast from that show on. Cause that seems to be, almost be an annual tradition. Now we get someone from the October mm-hmm. uh, client of October coast for uh, one of their big horror films. Mm. So, um, but you know, I I'm almost thinking at this point in time, maybe since things are starting to pick up again, maybe guests twice a month. Except heading, except maybe going into December, you know, going into December, mm-hmm. and we just load up on guests. That way, we have that going into the holidays. If I could pull cool. it off, because we're we're not just a interview show, even though we we have fun doing it. Um, there are times we want to get mm-hmm. some some regular news out there as well. Mm-hmm. But you can always check out our homepage, geeks Excuse me, and uh, right hand side, check out our affiliates and partners and uh, supporting them <laughs> supports us without any additional cost to you. So um, but I got to start off with some sad news. No. Uh, the first to announce this particular news story was the Chicago Toy and Game Group. Reuben Clammer, a toy designer best known for creating the popular Elton Bradley board game, The Game of Life, has passed away at the age of 99. Mm, you still love that game. I think he has mastered the game of life to be passing away at that age. Uh, he passed away uh, actually back on September 14th. How? Right. <laughs> why do we miss this? Because we've been busy with guests. Uh, he was mm-hmm. a prolific toy designer who had over 200 toy credits to his name and was responsible for the widespread wow. use of polyethylene in toys replacing the more dangerous past plastics that would break easily. He was also a special <laughs> effects and props designer, notably mm-hmm. the Developed Makes the, sense. the phaser rifle in this classic Star Trek television series.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
1: And uh, the gang over at Playmates Toys, if you're listening, <laughs> phaser rifle, please.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I go for that. Yeah, that'd be cool. So Game of Life has sold over 70 million copies. And it's considered the second most popular board game behind Monopoly. I actually have my parents cop. My parents version of the game of life. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> from like the 60s, which is now like almost <laughs> outdated.
0: <laughs>
1: so, um so yeah, our our condolences to our late belated condolences to the Klammer family.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Um but as we are getting into toys and collectibles, uh again, I want to thank Carl and Pat last week for being on Talk Turtles. Yeah, that was fun. And for leaking to us by accident a mashup that's coming that we're not saying <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to hear it in the show last week because <laughs> I deleted it deleted it it's gone gone yep uh now I pull this off I hate probably not. I love my touchscreen, I love touchscreens, but I hate touchscreens because I feel I I hit it hard enough and I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, that little tidbit of what the mashup is is. God,
0: good,
1: God. <laughs> And no, I'm not gonna hit that air horn because Eric says he hates it. Yes, he does. There. Um. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> apparently new york comic-con is right around the corner (laughs) uh i think new york comic-con's next week is it no really wow that's soon yeah so apparently read pop who runs new york comic-con and of course they run a bunch of others uh all right i'm gonna go to Pop's site because you're gonna be impressed with this list (laughs) of what they run. These are the following events that is run by Repop. You ready? I suppose. Megacon and MCM Comic Con Metaverse, whatever that is. Uh, Star Wars Celebration, PAX Online, Crunchyroll Expo, uh, Hmm. BookCon, Book Expo, C2E2, ComplexCon, um, EGX, uh, it's UK. Uh, They now run Emerald City Comic Con. Florida SuperCon, which is down in the Miami area. Oh yeah, I forgot they bought that. I bought into that. Um, MCM Con, which is in uh, in um, in the UK. They did. I want to say one, maybe MCM Con, Comic Con, before Repop Bottom bought them, bought them, They had something. Their logo was almost almost a uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks logo. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there there was something out there. It was almost the Mighty Marvel Geeks logo, and I'm like, oh yeah, we're we're older than you. You need to change this because <laughs> uh, I would I would have disputed any potential trademarks. Uh, Repop Metaverse Minecraft Festival. Did not know there was such a thing. New York Comic Con. Me either, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, PAX with PAX East, PAX South. Where's PAX South at? Uh, Pax Unplugged, Pax
0: West, uh, Pax East,
1: and uh, Star Wars Celebration. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, Pax East is your neck of the woods usually. Right there in Boston.
0: Yep. hmm They all. also do yeah. the uh, the big Boston Comic Con as well.
1: No, Boston Comic Con's is Fan Fan expo, expo, which is the yeah. same group that runs. Uh, yeah, that's right. Dragon. That's right. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm curious. Yeah. I got them mixed up. <laughs>
1: so, Minecraft Festival. Is held here in Orlando. Really?
0: <laughs> Very interesting.
1: I am almost. okay. <laughs> I want to find out more about this. And then where's pack Oh, Pack South is in San Antonio. So I wonder if they hold Pack South around the time of uh, South by Southwest, which makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Copy link address. I, I want no more. What do you mean? It's not of it. It must not exist anymore. Anyway, so th- they're launching this thing called the Hall or the Hall, H A U L, the Hall.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, I am nuts. Um, and the Hall is it's a is their website that features a wide variety of merchandise ranging from convention exclusives to fan art pieces that we. That you would typically find in Artist Alley. The platform is set up so that artists and merchants can sell their products, which fans can browse and shop by seller event or by fandom. Generally, it's intended to replicate the convention collecting experience that fans get at an in-person repop event. Hmm. Uh, At launch, the platform's highlights include a selection of officially licensed Marvel merchandise primarily apparel and some Scotty Young pens, an exclusive moon night. Number one with variant cover art by, uh, some guy we've never heard of, John Tyler Christopher. Not familiar. Um, and some of this year's New York Comic Con merch. Products represent a ride, wide range of fandoms, too, including tabletop and video games, Marvel, Star Wars, DC, Doctor Who, and more. So I am on their site right now checking out. there. And uh, I'm going to click Star Wars. Wait, yeah, let's do Star Wars. Shall we?
0: Don't do it. It's a trap. It's a trap.
1: Um, okay, so they have watches from Moby Fox or watch straps for Apple watches from Moby Fox. Uh, variant one hundred ninety five dollars and it's out of stock. Um, Darth Vader. What is this? Learn more. Darth Vader, the Dark Lord lithograph so it's not a comic number. 195 bucks it's not bad but uh our universe uh jacket uh the our universe line is the Learn more. our universe star wars mandalorian green cargo jacket uh hmm. our universe is the unisex line from her universe great uh, jacket 75 bucks Then there's like a windbreaker style jacket light side jacket from her universe for 60 huh so they don't have any of the uh what exclusives do you have we I mean, have some interesting things on here but this is just the start uh new york comic-con exclusives um and yeah, there's some cool things on here but this is the way they're going to potentially go in the future to help sell off some uh some overstock from events and yeah I, I say go for it. This would be great. Yeah, really. I know they did with Celebration for a while. Oh, the Moon Knight covers out of stock. This thing looks gorgeous, dude. Check this out. I'll hmm. show it to you. Right there. See it? Hmm. What? That, that's uh thirty bucks. Yeah, that's worth it. But <laughs> that's a New York Comic Con exclusive. Thirty bucks? Yeah. I take that in heartbeat. Yeah, really.
0: I also like that black widow one right next to it.
1: Yeah, uh, that's uh, Jay Scott. Jay Scott Campbell. Campbell. Thank you. Yeah. Just looking at uh This is the rest of the Marvel stuff. I like that Modoc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some cool things here. So I'll stop sharing the screen. So, um, but speaking of New York Comic Con, here are some, uh, of course, story about the hall. H A U L dot com, and this new one uh, about to get into about New York Comic Con exclusives heading to this year's show uh, are both coming from uh, the Pop Insider. So, if you have tickets for the convention, you can start reserving some of the show exclusives directly through the online reservation system at Figpen. There is no booth, but these are still somehow arriving to the show. So I don't know how you pick. Uh, you pick them up at the New York Comic Con show uh, specifically. Uh, they have a Naruto uh, pin and a Diablo pin uh, from Tops. You could get yourself a the premiere of the Mad Mike Fury Load Volume 3 Garbage Pail Kids video. <laughs> and apparently they're launching a new launching a exclusive card each day at the convention. I remember trying to get them all from a celebration when I was there. Uh, Pop Mind, no booth. Uh, it's Hallmark's Pop Mind brand. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I gotta. I want one. I want this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want both of these that are shown. Except this is Ecto One from F- Afterlife. They're showing. Um, there's gonna be some exclusive uh Comic Con exclusive Hallmark ornaments from Pop Mind, but they're also but they will also be available on Hallmark.com on the seventh. Boba Fett from the mm, cool. Uh, basically, it's Boba Fett from uh the Droid. Cartoon, but it's also Boba, but it's the same yeah. Boba Fett. No, yeah, it's also the same Boba Fett from uh Faithful Wookie, the from the holiday special. I want it.
0: Mm. Oh, I Boba Fett,
1: I, I really, I really would want that. Uh, there's also a lineup from Marvel, okay? So, this is the Star Wars holiday special keepsake ornament of Boba Fett, 30 bucks, and yeah, it's limited to 3,700 mm. pieces <laughs> from Star Trek, The Bird of Prey. um Ecto One and RT uh, Ecto One and RTV from Afterlife. Oh, they had to go and do this. You know how Hallmark's got those itty bitties? It's a little plushes. Oh
0: yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Marvel Comics itty bitties plush Spider Ham. Ah, I have to get Spider Ham. It's so cute. So, uh, from Entertainment Earth again, no booth. All these are going to be I guess pick up at the uh, at the. At the shop. Uh, Entertainment Earth is offering um, some Star Wars pops. There's a Mandalorian hologram glow-in-the-dark pop. Uh,
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Dark Trooper with Grogu glow-in-the-dark pop. Uh, Original trilogy enamel pins. A Mandalorian mythosaur cutting board Mandalorian series pin animated series pins, um, a Grogu always hungry on the go lunch, lunch bag cooler, a haunted mansion <laughs> cutting board with the hitchhiking ghost, a haunted mansion, Madden Leota cutting board, a hunting haunted mansion singing bus, cutting board nightmare before Christmas, Oogie Boogie, Roulette will, uh, Circo cheese set, a uh, haunted mansion, dearly departed Jeez. cutting board, Dungeons and Dragons, character class, augmented reality enamel pin set of 12. Um, episode 9, Dark Ray, wanted a 1-6th scale bust, and Marvel Zombie Doctor Doom, 7-inch bust. Oh. All pre-order on uh, Entertainment Earth. But wait, there's more. Pen Club, uh, Bebooth 1019, is setting up a bunch of... Uh, Pins, which includes a Digimon, Agumon pin, a three pin box set, a Yu-Gi-Oh! Joey and Red Eyes Red Eyes Dragon 2 pin pack. Wow, that really goes back. I haven't watched Yu-Gi-Oh! in a long time. A uh, Dragon Ball Z, hmm. Ginyu Force box set, Demon Slayer pin set, and more. Uh, Tamashi Nations booth 2319 uh, will have um, a cool color edition of the SH Figuarts. Uh, figure Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Saiyan Son, Goku Kaioken, yeah, <laughs> whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it comes with swappable faces, hands and costs 60 bucks, uh, from cryptozoic will be a ghost variant of its Cyber Kryptons, uh, diamond select toys, uh, has the dark side Ray minibus and Dr. Doom zombie minibus that I mentioned over on, uh, entertainment earth monogram international has hello kitty grogu and more. um, basically these are what are they oh these are those bag clips or gift sets no. that we talked about a while back uh, and then the official New York Comic Con show store um, they have one that looks like a, a zombie hand that says return to the con here at Comic Con 2021 and it's holding a badge that, that mm. one's kind of cool So, so yeah good stuff good stuff but wait, there's more. Hasbro no Hasbro released last week after we recorded Wookiee Radio. Um, these things sold out quick on Target So I was trying to get them. But I haven't checked the Hasbro Pulse to see if they're on Hasbro Pulse or not, if they're sold out there. Um, the le- One of the latest reveals in the Lucasfilm 50th wave is Star Wars droids. There are three Yes are three three and three quarter inch figures and a black series figure
0: mm-hmm. the
1: three and three quarter inch figures in the vintage line is r2d2 c3po and boba fett all inspired by the series to me the only one that doesn't look right is r2d2 mm-hmm. c3po looks almost like the show boba fett painted it up just right r2 seems a little off to me so that's just me uh I still get R2 if oh, I can find see,
0: them. When I get one.
1: Yeah, rub it in. I, I would <laughs> really, I would If really, I
0: ever get one.
1: I would really love the Boba Fett. Um, mm-hmm. These are going to sell for 16 bucks each. I don't know if that's because it's a Target exclusive or if that's the direction we're now going with three and three quarter
0: inch figures. Oh, I hope not. And then. That's, okay. I'll say that's bleeping expensive for a three and three, yeah. three quarter figure. Yeah.
1: Uh no, I just lost my uh okay. Lost my because I clicked something and exited it out. And then we have uh in the black series, Boba Fett as he appeared in um Androids at twenty six forty nine. He comes with two accessories. Again, this looks great. I wish they made the helmet a little more rounded, like the artwork from the show. But paint job wise, mm. absolutely amazing. Yeah. And this is one where I would almost would want, I mean, I would love to get the three droid figures, the three and three quarter inch, but this is one I would love to get a second three and three quarter inch Boba and and have the two side by side. Mm. And didn't they do uh, another Boba? Was it a modern three and three quarter inch? Haven't they already? Haven't they done? Oh, they did one based on the holiday special as well. Right. In the past. Yeah, I thought they did. And basically, that's that's the color scheme that they used in in the Droids cartoon was from the holiday special.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, yeah, all sold out. I'm now checking Hasbro Pulse to of see course. what they have to say. Is there they're gonna okay. disappoint me like like usual?
0: Few oh, all probably have the same thing to say. Yeah, sold
1: out. Um, I don't even think they're listed. Did we ever say what the Hasbro HasLab, the the newest one, is that's coming? I don't know if we did or not. It's the Rancor. Yeah. Six-inch scale. It's a Black Series Rancor. A Rancor just set to go with six-inch figures. That will be (laughs) huge. Awesome. (laughs) That will be awesome.
0: Um uh, uh, yeah, they're not they're not showing these guys anywhere on here on the site. You know what? I actually still have my original Rancor toy. Oh. He's beat up, but mm-hmm. I still got them. Did you see the
1: the Black Series George Lucas and Stormtrooper disguise black series figure?
0: I yeah, I did, yeah.
1: Is it me or does George's head head sculpt just look <sighs> way off?
0: I don't see it's weird. I look at it. At one point and it looks okay. I look at it another point and it looks way off. I don't know. I'd have to, I'll have to see the 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 actual figure. It's almost like tell for. Sure. It's almost like the flowy figure. Yeah. It's almost like the flowny figure. But I don't know the pictures. It's just hard to tell.
1: Yeah. To yeah. Um yeah I I am not seeing any of these in the uh pulse. Yeah I I'm just not seeing any of these on the site. On their site. Mm. So uh, but I'm not going to go digging too far. Oh, I would think since they're new they'd be up front, but they're not new, so they're not up front. Ah, uh, yes. But did you see the the active and it's currently funded. Has Lab it goes back
0: to the Transformers anime
1: Victory Saber.
0: Oh yes. Yeah, the Victory Saber. Yeah. Hundred and seven. Hundred and eighty bucks, man. Relatively cheap compared to the other ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um so yeah. Uh this this story kind of surprised me. This comes from uh commonbook.com. True blood. Great series. Fun series on, uh, on HBO. The store yes. De- Deborah Ann wall. I enjoyed that too. Uh, Deborah Ann wall was Amazing. on it who, you know, of course was on daredevil and, mm-hmm. uh, Kristen Bauer von Stratton, which I don't remember who she was. Me either. Uh, they're re reuniting, reuniting and it feels so good.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Scary, you now. All right, that's enough of that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um,
1: fun part is with the real life input monitoring on the mixcast. Thankfully, I could dial down my headphones where I still hear you clear. But with the USB, you able to set the uh the delay on it. Set it at zero, and it's real time, so you don't All get right. that. Yeah. So, I'm able to hear the effects now, still having to listen back <laughs> because I didn't want to hear it when recording. Um, anyway, they're reuniting for a podcast for the podcast, Truest Blood, which will see the performing performers revisiting the series for the first time since its debut. Uh, the podcast is co produced by Jania Gavankar, who also starred in the series.
0: Oh. Um, yes.
1: oh, yes. And with Truest Blood set to feature behind the scene anecdotes about how cult favorite was oh, brought cool. to life. Truist Blood will not only be the host's first time watching the series, but will feature interviews uh-huh. with fellow stars and members of the crew who helped bring the story to life. I'm going to have to check this out. Oh, I know. Preview of the podcast. Preview the podcast now before it debuts on HBO Max. So this is going to be. Okay. this is bringing up a pet peeve yes but but this is but this part is not my pet peeve as i read it and then did not and i processed it faster before i finished reading the sentence as i was scanning ahead I, i got upset i love our fellow creators out there who do shows on youtube or on facebook live sure There's some great shows out there, but if the only place you're doing your show is Facebook live and YouTube, you're not a podcast. Indeed. You're a vlogger. I concur. You're a vlogger. You're a YouTuber. You're whatever they call call it on Facebook Live. But you're not a podcast because, one, your show's not available on iTunes, and it's not available anywhere else where a pod catcher could, could grab onto your show from an RSS feed, which is a key element of a right. podcast. Right. So now, those of you who do a show and stream it live and then release the audio later with an rss feed then yeah you're a podcast and you're and you're a, a vlogger you're you're doing both it's you're allowing you're allowing your listeners a chance to get a sneak peek of your episode and watch you live we've talked about mm-hmm. that on wookie radio mm-hmm. and uh, i think it scares the crap out of us except for ken hmm Ken's, Ken's a ham anyway. He's a pro wrestler. Um, I think we love him, but I, I think to me bumps to the head or <laughs> boots to the head.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, doing a live stream would be cool. Maybe doing it every now and then, you know, a once a month type thing, maybe. But for us, if we did it, yes, I would put the show on YouTube. But I would also be taking the audio of that show and putting it out as a podcast. Because that's what it is. The audio show right. only is a podcast. So mm-hmm. to finish off this last sentence in this article, in the on this article, in this first paragraph, you could check out a preview of the podcast now before it debuts on HBO Max and wherever you get your podcast. So I'm wondering, is there gonna be a video of this? Or is this just gonna be or are they putting podcasts on HBO? Max, and if so, are they going to open up a podcast channel on HBO Max, and how do we get our shows on there? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, without a doubt, how how will we do it? So, um, per the press release, HBO Max will debut its newest look back podcast tied to HBO's cult favorite series True Blood, entitled Truest Blood. The series will be hosted by by Kristen by Deborah and co and co-produced by HBO Max and Jana uh, as well uh, or Jana's Safe Haven Productions. All three actresses will also serve as executive producers on uh, the podcast, which like for you and I on this show, it's host co-host, executive producer, producer, oh, and then me as editor. <laughs> But I mean, it's it's part of the team and that's what works, makes things great. Um, so coming coming to HBO Max and all podcast platforms soon is Truist Blood. All right, so I'm checking here. And no, it's not what I wanted. So I, I'm curious to know. Truist Blood will follow the release of HBO Max's first look back podcast Band of Brothers, hosted by Roger Bennett and featuring interviews with former cast members, including Tom Hanks and Damian Lewis. Hmm. Both are part of HBO Max's continued investment just... in the audio space announced earlier this year, joining other new HBO Max podcasts, including Atman the Audio Adventure, HBO Max huh. Movie huh. Club, and Trade Secrets. Hmm. The audio so adventure sounds cool. cool. The Band of Brothers one sounds so cool. So they
0: are they are doing audio?
1: Apparently so.
0: Huh.
1: All right. So I'm gonna do this. But you have HBO Max as well. Yeah. Well, I'm going to HBO Max. <clears throat> signed in thank you I'm going to search I'm curious to know how this pops up there it is Batman the audio alright I'm going to play hmm. see I'm afraid to start this because I'm going to hear it but you're not
0: <laughs>
1: and I don't want the audio recorded but there's there's 10 episodes really yeah right.
0: hmm. interesting
1: and each episode has different characters like episode 8 has the Riddler and it's oh. and the artwork looks like Frank Gorshin's Riddler hmm. this may actually be uh, okay okay the, the description a tell life and death in Gotham City. After years of vigilante, vigilante crime fighting, Batman prepares to become a a, a official can't even read, official Gotham member of the Gotham City Police Department. So I'm wondering if this is a radio drama, sort of like what Marvel's been doing. Color me Treat? Because Marvel did it with two different Wolverine series, and I think they also
0: just did uh, Old Man and Hawkeye. Just did uh yeah, Old Man Hawkeye. They did a Peter Quill one as well. Yeah, and they actually, they actually, those two are part of a series they're doing called the Wastelanders. Yeah,
1: and it, it's Marvel's a great job. So I wonder if this is the same thing. But I want to know more about that Band of Brothers. I know. Uh oh, well, let me search, and uh, there it is: Band of Brothers podcast.
0: Hmm. All right, very
1: interesting. Uh. So how do I get to the actual show listing? Or do you have to go in and pick each episode individually? Because it Mm. looks like there's only four, uh, five episodes. One, two, three, four, and then prologue with Tom Hanks. Mm. Huh. We're going to have to delve into this further in the future. But to continue on, um, it is October. You know what that means.
0: Mm. Pumpkin spice lattes.
1: That starts in September. So, yeah, no. And Halloween.
0: uh, Now it starts in uh, mid-August.
1: Yeah. Hey, the Christmas decorations are becoming available July 5th. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Um, Halloween and apparently Elvira uh, is, um, Elvira is teaming with Netflix for a weekly Netflix and chills videos for the month of October. Mm -hmm. So every, so Elvira, uh, is crossing the streams. (laughs) He, 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 um, every kid wanted to cross streams with every young man wanted to cross streams with her in the past until news broke out last week, dashing a lot of dreams.
0: Well, or creating new ones. there's that too um
1: so just last week uh she hosted the elvira's 40th anniversary very scary very special special and i want to say i might have accidentally said elmira it's not my intent i used to live in elmira new york so and
0: uh and now that song is stuck in my head what Elmira you No, know,
1: the song was called Elvira by a uh which it? one Elvira I thought it was Elmira no we changed it to Elmira when when I lived there no it was Elvira no yeah. um and I believe it had nothing to do with Elvira um so anyway she is teaming up with Netflix for a series of Dr Elvira videos that will be posted on Netflix's social media accounts like their YouTube channel mm-hmm. every Sunday through the month of October. The first video in the series is embedded in this particular article on Joe Blow. Um, As the title of the Shudder special mentions, 2021 marks the 40th anniversary of Elvira. Fright Rags is celebrating the anniversary with a clothing line, and Elvira herself marked the occasion with the release of a memoir titled Yours Cruelly, Elvira Memoirs of the Mistress of the Dark. So, uh, back in 2018, Elvira, saw Do
0: they have pictures
1: of what the book,
0: yeah. No, uh, does the book have pictures? I don't know. <laughs> the memoir, the
1: memoir, <laughs> yeah. Uh, back in 2018, Elvira, aka Cassandra Peterson, said that Netflix and Shutter had both turned down her pitch to, uh, to revive her horror show, Elvira's Movie Macabre. Three years later, oh. she's working with both of them. Huh. So uh, she started back in 1988. Um, uh, okay, wait. Let me read. I jumped ahead. <laughs> uh, the movie shown during the Shutter special for her own feature film, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, which she starred in back in 1988. Plus, House on Haunted Hill, the original from 1959, which... We mm. we saw that on Turner Classic Movies before we went and actually saw it in the theater. <laughs> I like the original better, personally. Uh, I don't know if I've seen the original. May need to for the keepers. If you don't already have your ha- your Halloween Maybe. lineup for October, I'll have to talk to Chris about that one. City of the Dead and Messiah of Evil. <laughs> Uh, okay. I gotta, I gotta be curious. Cassandra Peterson, as I'm looking her
0: up, Mm -hmm. how old do you think she is? Um, I feel like Chris and I discussed that at one point on Keepers of the Fringe, but I don't remember what we ended up saying. So I'm going to say 68. Before I go any further, would you
1: kick her out of bed at the age she's at now? After I tell you her. Official age?
0: That would be a negatory.
1: She is seventy years old.
0: Wow! Yeah, I almost said seventy-two. Actually, I almost said seventy-two. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it, man? Seventy or seventy-two? <laughs> um. Well, apparently it's seventy. Yeah.
1: Apparently, House on Haunted Hill is a is a uh, is a favorite film of hers because she watched it in elementary school. In elementary school, it was the first horror film she ever saw. Hmm. So, yeah, interesting. Very cool. Um, Okay, so this is according to Wikipedia. Uh, Cassandra married musician Mark Pearson in 1981, who would soon become her personal manager. They had one daughter, Sadie Pearson, um, in 1994. They were divorced February 14th, 2003. Uh, In her memoir, Peterson reveals she has been in a relationship with a woman named Teresa for 19 years. Uh, And their romantic relationship began following her separation from her husband. Um, according to a October 2016 interview with Chris Hardwick on the, the Nerdist podcast, she mentioned suffering scalding burns as a toddler and that she was teased Whatever, so was that? back in October 2016
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, and said that she was teased at school over her scars. She jokingly added that her Elvira costume showed only the good bits, <laughs> which she pushed up quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> also, in her memoir... I think? <laughs> yeah. In her memoir, Yours Cruelly, Elvira, Memoirs of the Mistress of the Dark, uh, she said that the basketball player, Wilt Chamberlain, has sexually assaulted her during a party at his Bel Air mansion in the 70s. Uh, oh wow! Apparently, Chamberlain alleged allegedly offered to show Peterson his custom-built closet for his MBA jerseys before he forced her to give him uh, pleasures of the Monica Lewinsky kind. Oh, Jeez! Uh, Peterson has stated that she had blamed herself and was almost convinced that I was a bad person for letting it happen.
0: Yeah, that see, that's a, that's the shame of it all.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then, of course, until the until the Me Too movement made her rethink the experience. Now, this is one of those cases where I think the Me Too movement is a positive. Yes, because, you know, she was forced to do something. Mm. Whereas, you know, some of and I'm not saying the Me Too movement is wrong, but when some people were coming out, well, he made advances at me. And people question, well, did you reject the advances? Well, no. Didn't you kind of consented and you're feeling guilty about it? I don't know. I'll shut up before I put, put my mouth someplace I did. <laughs> my,
0: intent,
1: my intent is good, but it's coming out all wrong. I, I sense it. But this is a situation yeah, with, with Cassandra or Elvira where no, she was in the right in that yes sorry to me hearing her describe this she was sexually assaulted she was in a sense raped will chamberlain raped her mm. in, in a manner of speaking sorry rapes not cool date rapes not cool nope so um so yeah that's where we have it and we'll leave it there
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: if i go any further i'm gonna end up saying something that's gonna be misinterpreted the wrong way and then derek's gonna figure out how to bail me out <laughs> And oh, you can always, you know, delete it <laughs> and then we'll gonna end part. up playing that stupid air horn. <laughs> and, then, no. and then Derek's going to be going. <laughs> and I'll be going. <laughs> <laughs> can we tell I'm getting slap happy? Mm. So, yeah, the link to our books not showing anything except the cover. But that would be a cool book yet, though.
0: I bet it's interesting. Yeah.
1: Um. So Shudder. I need to go find Shudder on my Roku device. Uh, Shudder is no stranger to guests on this year's Halloween Hoedown uh, with Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, has regular specials. Um, confirmed today during Bloom House's second annual Blumfest. Uh, you know who we need to get? I need to get uh, Larry uh, Trauma with Trauma Films. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about his stuff. That's, that would be interesting. That will be fun because I was a huge Toxie fan. Huge Toxie. Love Toxie. I mean, Toxic you know Avenger.
0: Do, you know they're doing a remix. Yeah. It, right? Yeah. Is he tied into it? He's producing it, I believe. Okay. I can't remember. I can't remember who's directing it. It Somebody interesting. I know that much. Um, one of my favorites from Troma was always Sergeant Kabuki Man. I need a watch. I've never watched it. I need to go watch it. Uh, that one is so crazy, now, and I, funny. Have you How done these movies on Keepers? We have, we have not. No.
1: Ooh, another one to add to the list. Mm. So maybe we get Trauma over on your show as well. <laughs> what would Chris do if you brought Trauma on? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Remember we talked to to uh, Charlie Keto. Yeah. With Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
0: And and who knew shortly after
1: we interviewed him that Universal Studios, both Hollywood and Orlando, was going to do a Killer Clowns haunted house for Halloween Horror Nights. I know. Like almost within the year. Anyway, um, on Halloween Hoedown uh, with Joe Bob Briggs, uh, he's bringing in um, Jason Blum and Halloween and Halloween Kills director David Gordon Green. Make cool. guest appearances during this year's event, which kicks off on Shutter TV on October 8th. Mm. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find Shutter TV. And you know, it may be fun to try and get uh Joe Bob Briggs on to talk about Halloween Hoedown. That would be interesting. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh If you, if you really want me to do it, I'll go, I'll reach out to him. I'll try and get him on yeah. for this month.
0: Yeah, sure. Why not?
1: This is going to be fun. Oh, if we can get him on The the oh, yeah. Yeah. The, this this could be good. Now I got to figure out how to get a hold of him. Oh, there's a contact button on his site. Oh, it's an email form. That's all right.
0: Mhm.
1: I'll be filling this out. <laughs> <laughs> I will be shocked if we actually get it if we actually get him. So yeah, um I'm going to have to find shutter TV and hope that it's not a a premium purchase thing. Mhm. So, I want, because yeah. I've heard a lot about Shudder, and this would be the time to get it, especially going into Halloween. So, um, it's unsure. It's also unclear which two movies will be shown during this year's Joe Bob's Halloween Hideaway, which last year featured The Haunt and Echo Lantern. While uh, <laughs> 2019's feature was a triple feature fit featuring Halloween, Halloween Four, The Return of Michael Myers, and Halloween Five, The Revenge of Michael Myers. The three films or the two of the three films that are no longer canon. And I couldn't believe with the last Halloween. Basically, now the if you go by the Halloween franchise canon. It's Halloween 1978, Halloween 2008. Now Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, Halloween H2O could fit just fine because Halloween H2O almost erased everything as well. That almost takes place right after Halloween. That one almost carries over from Halloween. So that's just me. Well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Halloween H two O. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Yeah, I I absolutely enjoy it. So um, and then DC fans are reeling as uh, since we're recording this on October first. Guess what? Today, what was supposed to release today?
0: The Batman.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> i really mm-hmm. should change
1: the uh <laughs> the vocal pitch on on this mm-hmm. one but i don't like i kind of like that one
0: oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> be like luke cage going sweet christmas <laughs> it just changes things um yeah today was the day it was supposed to release originally it was supposed to be re- released June 25th 2021 before being delayed uh, mm. after production was forced to stop uh, then it was supposed to release today October 1st but then was moved yet again to March 4th so um, I, I'm i still Larry on this film
0: <sighs> uh, yeah I don't even know what to feel about it anymore <laughs> I'm just so confused you know Tell you one of the
1: things that surprises me. I'm seeing pictures of Paul Dano as Riddler. They got him wearing that stupid Mm. mask Mm. for half of this. And it's like, no. But when they show him in regular street clothes, okay, he looks familiar, but I don't understand where I know him from. Mm. Where do I know Paul Dano from? As soon as I look him up, it's probably going to be something stupid that I really. (laughs) It's going to be smack. Oh, yeah. Uh, The girl next door. What's the girl next door? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that. That's not, that's not what I'm knowing him for. Little Miss Sunshine. Wish I could place him there, but I, but I don't. Cowboys and Aliens. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's gotta be it. Uh, Yeah, that's gotta be it. Thought I'd know him from something Hmm. else. Uh, yeah. Girl Next Door is the, the, I think the big, biggest thing I know him from. I know he was in the, where the wild things are, but he was a voice actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, extra man I don't know Meek's Cutoff I don't know Night and Day I don't know Cowboys and Cowboys and Aliens I do know was not a bad film Looper
0: I barely remember it do I remember Looper? I don't remember hating it but I, don't, I never saw Looper I don't I don't know if I remember Looper
1: it was in 12 Years a Slave which I never watched Prisoners and it's not never watched because I it's it's just I, I want to I just have not gotten there other things have popped up oh uh, yeah I think that's pretty much it. So, um, so yeah, the cast is an interesting cast. Paul Dano, uh, Colin Farrell as the penguin.
0: Yeah. Which, uh, apparently there's rumors going around. They could be doing a penguin series afterwards. Very cool. Uh,
1: Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Mm. John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. Oh, great choice. Oh, yeah. good, good choice. Peter Sar- Sarsgaard as Gil Coulson. Sarsgaard. Jamie Lawson mm. as Bella Real. And mm. Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth.
0: <laughs> yeah, which that's kind of a weird one.
1: Unless they're making Alfred more like... Uh, the last Batman cartoon where he was a uh, MI, MI5 MI agent or whatever the yeah. equivalent of the British the CIA or F- yeah, British CIA is, so... Um somebody's coming out. Who's this Orlando 2022 on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone who doesn't know any better. Saying Robert Patterson's gonna be the best Batman ever. Or the best Batman. <laughs> like, yeah no, sorry, kid. Yeah, I
0: don't know about that
1: one. Um <laughs> another person. Just saw the Batman. It was pretty good. Definitely better than I was expecting. The hour long set. It's a joke. An hour-long sex scene between oh. Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz on top of the Batmobile overstayed its welcome a bit,
0: though.
1: Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> 8 out of 10. Batman does, in fact, go down.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh
1: All those who are either disappointed or bitter that the Batman was delayed from today, find and watch Batman The Long Halloween 1 and 2. First one is stellar noir, while the second appeals more to the general Bat fans. Either way, you're in for a good time. Nico, watch this. Yeah, me too. Um, Because I love that. Uh, Okay, wait. Just got done watching the Batman. Honestly, this movie was 10 out of 10. Where are people watching this thing at? There's no way. Where are, pe- where are people wa No. I call bull. I do too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's rumors having it uh, 15 days till the next trailer. That's fine. But I don't think people have seen. The- I don't think the two people who have claimed to watch the film have watched the film. I know so, they haven't. So we're just going to say it's a royal. Bite me. So um, again, like I said, this is October 1st and uh, some big stuff happened today, kind of 50 years ago. You want to take a guess?
0: Nope. I got nothing.
1: 50 years ago today, October 1st in 1971, Walt Disney World
0: opened. Ah, very cool.
1: Uh, the, uh, so yeah, so I'm actually, I, I didn't think I would be working during the 50th anniversary ever when I started 23 years ago, (laughs) but let me tell you about some of the craziness (laughs) that happened today. People were lined up. It was packed shoulder to shoulder around six o'clock this morning when they decided to open up the gates an hour and a half early. And of course, when they opened the gates, they also opened all the, yes, some of the shops. Mm. Well, 50th anniversary merch has been dropping off and on for like a month now, month, month and a half. Mm. It's now, today they dropped some new merch. And I think I sent you the video to a link, or link to a video, Mm. video to a link. Um, That was some of the madness at like 6.45 this morning. (laughs) In one of the main shops, people literally at each other's throats to get merchandise. So when you've heard us talk over on Wookiee Radio or even on Mighty Marvel Geeks or even here about scalpers and the craziness, yeah it's uh it's not just in the geek world i mean disney i would put disney within the geek realms because of all the disney geeks out there the the same mentality is the same way the scalpers i mean there were people literally yelling at people there were some people yelling at others to stop trying to steal what was in their hands just because they wanted it so i mean how insane is that pretty bad um you go on eBay. Oh, God, I'm almost afraid to look now. All right, eBay. WDW 50th. I'm going to go price and shipping highest first. A Walt Disney World 50th anniversary limited release box, which you go order through shopdisney.com for 500 bucks on eBay. $1,999. Jeez. Uh, there's another one listed for 18.99.99. dollars How insane is this? So these are people who have already pre-ordered these or ordered these and are waiting for them to arrive
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then they're going to turn around and flip them. Mm -hmm. This is insane. Uh, Walt Disney World silkscreen serigraph print 27 by 18 50th anniversary poster $750. I guarantee you they didn't go that much. Sure. Now here, here's a here's another crazy one. You know McDonald's is doing the Happy Meal toys. It's the 50th anniversary little statuette, little plastic figurines on a base. Mm-hmm. Three that I'm interested in: Groot, BB8, and R2 D2. I wonder why. Yeah. 2021 McDonald's Happy Meal 50th Anniversary Walt Disney World complete set of 50. Want to take a guess? Two thousand bucks. Five hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. or best offer, or best offer. You know what? Best offer. I uh, say four, four bucks, three bucks a piece. It's what, hundred and fifty bucks? Okay, go, f- go four bucks a piece. Four, two hundred bucks max at four bucks a piece. Is supposedly, what some McDonald's are selling them for separately, which is profit on their end. Cause I think the toys are only supposed to be like a buck or two. If you just buy the toy, you can put it in a best offer of two twenty-five, and I guarantee it's going to be rejected. This, this person's thinking that they're going to, they're going to get massive bank for it. It's stupid. WDW spirit Jersey, 50th, 50th spirit Jersey. These, Oh, supposedly this is from Japan, which I don't buy. I don't believe These sell 80 bucks in the park. This person's got this one listed for four hundred and twenty-two dollars ninety-seven cents. Insane, absolutely insane! A lounge fly backpack bundle. Uh, what's in here? A lounge fly backpack, mini backpack, a magnet, a pen, ears. Two ninety-five, ninety-five. Backpack alone's ninety bucks. I know that. There's no way the ears and the pen and magnet make up the two hundred dollars. No way. You you see the craziness going on here? It's not mm-hmm. just. It's not just in, this, in the toy realm. It's everything. Disney has gotten to the point because of all these scalpers who come in when new merch comes out. And literally, they'll go into Disney Springs. Oh, there's new merch. We have our cart. There could be 12 pieces on top. They will take 11 of the 12 pieces just so they leave one because they're nice. Or they may take 10 of the 12 just because they're nice. And Disney supposedly has a policy in place, but never enforced till recently with the 50th anniversary merch where it's limit two items per per whatever well the loopholes they were going with was oh but it's we're we're getting two larges two smalls two mediums so it's one it's two of every size is what they were pitching to for the loophole now they're going it doesn't matter what size or whatnot it's two per per item that's it and they're still trying to figure out ways to loop to, to loophole around that. So it's it's not just just not Target or Walmart that's having these problems putting restrictions on, on the collectors or or not the collectors, the scalpers. So I mean there there are times that uh I mean there's some pieces that are out there that are that are meant to be uh um what do we say? Uh troop builders, right? You know, like stormtroopers or with the G.I. Joe set, the uh mm-hmm. Cobra troopers. And unfortunately because of the scalpers, those have to be limited down to two, two per person. Mm. Just because the scalpers. And yet this this is something that's meant to be uh what should we call it? Troop builder pieces. It, it, it doesn't. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, with me describing all this, what are your, what are your thoughts on it?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's just it's just the same stuff that's been happening for the longest time now. Yeah, it's annoying, and I don't know. There's got to be a way of fighting back on this. There's got to be. Beats me.
1: I the you know, the only thing I can think of is we keep talking about it when the stuff happens and almost open up the eyes of people to go you you need to catch this we need to stop this now because this is, this is getting ridiculous mm. it really is and, and this is becoming part of the problem and not solving the problem because a lot of people what are you going to do you're going to buy all the stuff you're going to mark it up I mean it's not like New York Comic Con or Comic Con where you're going to go out and buy something, you know, buy an exclusive there and automatically flip it just because you don't want it. And you can get three times the value because it's Comic-Con. I don't know how limited a lot of this 50th anniversary merch is. I'm sure some of it will be re-released later after some of the scalpings calm down. They'll bring it back. They have done that before during celebrations on popular pieces. Mm. If they do, what what's going to mean What's that going to do for all these scalpers? or resellers who who bought tons of uh, merch, you know what? You're not going to be able to sell it at the prices that you want and you're going to be sitting on it and you're going to end up taking the hit or you're going to end up putting it in a box with the hopes of five years from now, you can resell it at a higher price because, oh, it was the 50th. When uh, at this point in time, people moved on and are looking at the next anniversary. I honestly think that's why California started doing the 50th and the, then they went to the 60th and then the 65th anniversary because they knew they can make money on the anniversaries. And I bet you they're going to do the same thing. And I think next year, Epcot turns 40. I bet you we're going to see some Epcot merch, 40th anniversary merch. It'll be the same way. I know we'll see Epcot 50th merch in in 10 years, in 11 years. But right now, this is the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom, but also of the resort, the Walt Disney Resort. And people are losing their flipping minds. And Derek's just sitting here and letting me rant. (laughs) I've lost Derek mm mm-hmm. I apologize Derek I'm sorry but but there's some cool things happening uh it was announced and I'm sure we'll be talking about this on Bookie radio uh you can by the end of this month you can start booking your resort your rooms at the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser mm. and they have given an official date March 1st it opens so we finally got a date for that and the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster is gonna be opening in the next few months next year so probably figure February March for that just some positives and wait times for rides were at, at the lowest they've ever been at magic kingdom because everyone was people were standing 400 minutes in line for the 50th anniversary popcorn buckets and that was that line was 400 minutes at eight o'clock this morning mm-hmm. how long would you stand in line for a popcorn bucket two minutes <laughs> so not 400 no no <laughs> It's been a while since you've been to Disney, isn't it? Hasn't it? Or have you ever been to Disney? I've been twice.
0: Okay. Uh, it's been about twenty over twenty years. Wow,
1: that long! So we may have crossed paths and never knew, it, never known it. Maybe. Next time you come down, we'll be hanging out. But man, I guarantee you, things have changed. Things have changed a lot. I'm sure. So. Um, final thoughts I so know it's getting late for both of us yeah it's been a long <laughs> week I'm tired I'm starting to zoom um sorry about my ramp you sleep a, I could clip the spot um so, could, so you could put it on a loop
0: right final thoughts um oh uh over on uh my podcast keepers of the fringe since it's now October we are going to be starting our horror movie month so we're gonna have a bunch of horror movies to review Uh, this month can't wait we have some interesting ones planned cool i love
1: when you guys do that I look I look forward to October cuz you guys get the, the great movie stuff out there and of course we we bring in some great people here on our stuff mm. on our end so uh mm. final thoughts for me uh, again I I really enjoyed the fact that 50th anniversary is here pretty much gone it's coming and gone and uh for the for the most part uh uneventful despite the the, the hairy opening over at Magic Kingdom um, and it's company I've been having Happy to be with for 23 years and definitely has brought its challenges to us on the podcast. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, information. Yeah, we can't talk about it because I have a non-disclosed agreement. I like my job, mm-hmm. so we can't say anything. Mm-hmm. This is why we don't scoop a lot of people. Because believe me, I could. We could. <laughs> we could a lot, but we don't.
0: Most of the time, you won't even tell us
1: see right there was the best secret ever kept from you guys (laughs) best secret ever kept from you guys it's when i called y'all the day Mm -hmm. it happened go to youtube we're turning spaceship earth into the death star is this Mm -hmm. what y'all know what you've known for the last eight weeks yep yep it is (laughs) y'all almost didn't want to record for a couple weeks because of that (laughs) oh that was yeah yeah so well i don't have anything else um just some crazy times, uh, but we got some great guests coming up in the next within this next month. Uh, working on a few more, and we got some great things happening all around. You got some great things happening over in Keepers. Uh, you know, I haven't done it a lot, and I, I'm going to go ahead and do it now. Check out the family of Weeby Geeks shows, such as Geek Watch One, which is Ken and Kylan's show with their wives Vicky and Dawn. Keepers of the Fringe. With my great co-host, Derek, and of course, his brother from another mother, Chris. (laughs) Great show there. Um, New England Society of Geeks, when you get that going, some great stuff there. Uh, Weeby Geeks, obviously, what you're listening to now. Mighty Marvel Geeks with uh, Kyle and Eric and myself. Wookiee Radio with Derek, Ken, and myself. Um, I would tout... Melissa and I, sh- or Melissa, Zoe and I show, but um, I'm still kind of being a parent on that one. Yes, I'm putting it out and we're, we're doing the shows, um, but w- we're not consistent with releases um, because I leave that up to Zoe, the one she wants to record. So I don't push it. That's her show. I'm just her. That's the one I edit and I'm her co host. <laughs> she, she does the show when she wants to do the show. I mean, she's the host, it's her show. So. Um, that's where we are there. And, uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah, I missed a show from the, from the core. Well, Ken's wife, Vicky has Tales from the Darkness, which is a, a paranormal type show. I feel like I'm missing something or someone. Is that everyone? I think so. Oh, and then there's Weeby Geeks, I guess, TV at the moment, or the Weeby Geeks channel that we're slowly developing or have been developing, which... Let me know if you get those uh black and white turtles, then we'll then we gotta do our review of the, the two turtle hats oh, and yeah. in our in our turtles, yeah, and uh yeah we we need to try and get better about doing some review videos as as we're starting yeah. to get more stuff in yeah. so yeah the channel's there for us guys, you yeah, know derek, and i'll I'll spread the word for everyone else, I mean even if it's just a a two three minute video it's something it, it could help lead to bigger things, so um. So, yeah, check us out. Sorry about the rambling near here near the end. It's We're all tired, or the two of us are tired, and, well, it was a rant about scalpers. Unfortunately, this time, it was Disney scalpers, and that's hard to deal with.
0: They are the bane of our existence.
1: Yeah, and, it, and like I said, it sucks that it's not just in the collectible world like we thought. It's affecting Disney, too. So, yeah it's insane. It it shouldn't be this way and unfortunately it's been this way for over over 5 years now. For sure. Cuz I remember for Epcot's 35th, which was 4 years ago, it was the exact same way. People were hoarding, the purchasing all cuz they want to go to eBay and, and try to flip it for more. So I wonder if eBay is the uh the catalyst for for this behavior now. Maybe just because it's been so easy to just go on there and flip. Mm. Uh, oh well, we'll leave that for another day. <laughs> but it's a good thing to think about and talk about in the future so
0: yeah
1: uh, well then on that note only one thing left to be s- only we're just gonna leave you asking want to know more <laughs>